Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover personal journeys behind their work, explore options from indie to traditional publishing, and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. I'm your host, Katherine Taylor. Now, my guest today resides in Victoria, British Columbia, and writing has always been a part of her life, from journals she kept as a young girl to working in journalism, public relations, education, and the arts. So please join me as I welcome Barbara Black, to Let's Get Writing. And I'll bring you right up in the screen. Hello, Barbara. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, Catherine. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And uh, you know, we're covering coast to coast. Here you are yep. on the island off the coast of Vancouver or BC. And yep. here I am on an island, Newfoundland, <laughs> right on the other end of the country. It's a so big far, country. It's a big country. And thank, thankfully for technology, we can do this. And it's my, I'm just thrilled to talk to you. Okay. And uh, yeah, and how this came about is I was working on my Instagram and researching different things and flash fiction came up. And I started to look at that and I got hooked up on, uh, I think it was over in Edinburgh, a competition. And I went in to look at it. And I'm looking at the names of people who are shortlisted and you came up and I said, she's from Canada. I have to check this out. And then I went on your site and then the next thing you know, I'm like, Barbara, you must come on. Let's get writing. <laughs> and you must tell us all about what you're doing in your writing career. Um, but first of all, I, I'd love uh, you just tell people a little bit about yourself and then we'll, we'll jump into a bit on flash fiction, because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there like me who are wondering, what is that? What is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, you already know that I live in Victoria, which is on way, way over on the west coast of Canada. And um, I'm a writer. I write flash fiction. I have a short story collection out called Music from a Strange Planet. Um, I also write poetry. Um, that's the hardest thing for me to write, but I like doing that too. I'm an avid gardener. I have <laughs> a backyard that is my little like moving work of art is what I call it because it, you know, it's, it's alive. So I can't totally control it, but I just adore, um, gardening and pollinators um other things I like to do I like to sing and um not lately I like <laughs> motorcycle um it snowed everywhere else except in Victoria today um but uh wow. motorcycling is really fun I took it up uh late in life and um I just love doing it it's um you know I could talk well, to you about that about that for sure because yeah. I have a passion for it as well Oh, um, but, but I, I, and I have a spider, but I'm not, I'm more into the sports cars right now. <laughs> I think yeah. it's just 
easier, but we'll do something on motorcycles sometime. Mm. But, and please tell me you're not working in your garden then yet. It's still too cold out there. Um, I'd like to be in years past before the climate yeah. kind of changed. I do remember sitting end of February in the garden mm. <clears throat> with a cup of coffee on a, on a, on a sunny day. But right now it's, um, it's struggling because we had some really cold for us cold weather which was like below zero and things came out hellebores and they just they're like little limp sad things right now <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad to hear it we are in a deep freeze right now so i uh, yeah. i'm very very glad to hear that you're not gardening but let's get back to what you do because you're wonderful with words and i've been reading so much of your work and really inspired because I have never worked with such short forms of fiction. You specialize in short stories and flash fiction. Please, can you tell us a little more about flash fiction and how you ended up doing that? Okay. Um, that is a good question about how I ended up doing it. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Um, I'll, I, I'm going to get to that get After to that I, tell, tell us what it is, is. <laughs> well flash fiction um is a short genre short fiction genre it's there's also non-fiction flash as well um and different people different journals different contests have different definitions of how long it should be and what it should be so i'll give you the two sort of rivaling um definitions um it's generally from 300 words up to a thousand or 1500 words some people say it's 500 to a thousand it's so that it gives you a general idea it's very short and um it used to be called sudden fiction uh, at some point which i like because it gives you the idea of you are suddenly dropped into a story there's no mm -hmm. ambling you know preamble thing to get into it you have you know this much space and so you have to jump right into it. So that's one particular feature. Um, it's very condensed language, um, strong imagery, and often the, the language has an internal rhythm to it. Mine, mine tends to do that quite a lot, can be almost poetic. Um, writers use a lot of rhetorical devices as well like extended metaphor or negations or repetitions hyperbole um and here's where it gets controversial not only how long is flash fiction mm -hmm. but what are the rules well um some journals uh literary journals want there to be a plot and they want there to be a change or, you know, like a st story structure. They want there to be a story arc. And then other uh, factions, including journals, want it to be um, much more open than that. They don't like the rules. You know, they're the, mm -hmm. they're the, the mavericks and the inventors. <laughs> and uh, now I'm one of them too. And they, they want to keep the target wide for creating flash fiction. And so... For, for my take on that would be that I think Flash is kind of like a slippery beast of experimentation. It's an opportunity to try um, lots of forms, lots of voices. Um, you can get a lip into magic realism, which a lot of them do and a lot of mine do. Maybe not quite surreal because that's when there's not too much reality left, but you mm -hmm. know, really push the envelope. 
Well, you know what it reminded me of, and as I was reading some of the things, some of the the surrealists, in, in, even in art, because I know you have worked with visual aspects of your fiction as well, and we want to show that to people. Um, but you get the sense of you are really dropping into a story, and everything is just not quite right. Like everything is just there's just a little something off. That's what I felt at times when I was reading it. That yeah. is this person saying, are they? You know, is this is this in their imagination? And 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 then trying to take those ideas. And when you're used to reading books, like I mostly read books, to pick mm -hmm. up something like this was very intriguing to me. And I looked at your use of words and um, you know, how you structured it. Like you say, sometimes a bit of repetition, or you know, it really intrigued me. I I don't know that I could ever write that, but I thought I have to talk to someone who does. What's a, what's behind? What's behind those uh, eyes? What's in your What's in your mind as you're doing this? And I know you were gonna. I did ask you how did you get involved with it. Right. I, I know you did a collection of short stories. I'm just gonna pop this up on the screen. So that's your collection of short stories uh -huh. there. And uh, then we also have the book that's coming out this year, Little mm -hmm. Fort Fortified Stories. So tell a little bit about how you moved from short stories into Little Fortified Stories, which are mainly, are they not flash fiction mainly in there? Yes. I think yeah. there's a variety of things. Some of them are monologues and some of them are almost bordering on a prose poem, which has lots of description and isn't not so story-based. It's maybe more lyrical. So there's a combination. Most of them, I would call them flash fiction. So actually, I started the flash fictions, which I wasn't calling them that, first, before I started uh, oh. Music from a Strange Planet. Because how it all started was um, I was in Lisbon for a writing conference, the Disquiet International Writing Conference, and I was doing short, short forms. And I went to the um, the port center, they call it the port museum, but it's not really a museum. It's got all the ports from all over Portugal, white and red, and uh, you can you can taste them, what you have to pay. But yeah, so I went there <laughs> and I had this beautiful port and without intending to do anything, just sip it, I got a story came into my head based on the quality of that particular port and I had my little writing book with me and I I wrote it down and I liked this idea so much that I kept doing them um, mm -hmm. and when I came home from uh, Portugal I continued this and I added other spirits so I now have gin and scotch and whiskey and at some point I stopped doing it and I've added other categories to my story uh, to my manuscript now that aren't um, alcoholic spirit related <laughs> sobriety but, uh, was in there right <laughs> and then something happened i think i just uh, started writing short stories and then that whole collection became became my focus and got published and um by caitlin press who is also now wants to publish my flash fiction manuscript so i'm now going back to flash actually. after so, coming back to it and doing new ones and there's always something new um like a prompt that you've never tried or a form that you've never tried 
Mm-hmm. You know, like doing something all in questions or doing lists or things like that. So I'm trying to try some different approaches. Well, my- what I, I love is the fact that when you say you're trying some different approaches, it seems to me you do that a lot. And I'm thinking back to those days, you know, growing up and, and maybe kids out there who are in English class thinking like, this is just so boring. We're here to show you today that it does not have to be boring at all. The parameters can be, right? The parameters can be so broad. And this is what excites me about what you're doing. And really the message that I, I want to share with people is that this is incredible. Open your mind to how you can work with words. And Barbara, people don't know this, but I know this. You are trained to sing opera. Um, you play the piano. You work a lot um, writing. Uh, uh, maybe as a lyricist, there's an, um, another word I think you use. But, oh, librettist. Uh, yeah, I've done one libretto is, is always for something that has drama, like a performance to it. In so it, I've yeah. That. I've done um, song cycle texts. I love collaborating. I love collaboration. Um, you do, and I think you love teaching yourself things as well. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, you've got me. You've got me. I do. I, I, I read everything that, that you sent me, and I was like, this is incredible. But I, this is what I want to share with people, that you have taken writing to so many different dimensions by using the arts, so many of the arts in your writing. And if we could, I'm just going to bring up a couple of your uh, things that you shared with me, and maybe you can talk about this a bit. Um, so folks, we're going to blow your minds on what writing can be today. We're just going to really get to, to open your mind. Barbara, tell us a, a bit about this, the name of um, this piece we're going to see. Okay. And um, um, I have started to take up collage when I opened an Instagram account because someone said I should have one. <laughs> and I thought, well, I can't do writing on that. It's a, it's a visual uh, social media that's, that's very visual. So I always wanted to learn how to do collages. So I thought, oh, I'll collage my words. So this is a, an example of where I started with one of my recent collages, um, uh, a model's face. And how I, I think I actually collaged on top of this image, which I rarely do, but I think I did mm-hmm. it in this case. And um, the collage, here it is. I put a, um, the, the title of the collage and of the, the flash fiction it's, it's based on is as if the outline of a country had appeared on my face. And so I adapted that face by putting it, actually that is an old aviation map that was in our basement and it's of the area around Winnipeg, <laughs> in case you want to know. Um, and so I made, I really wanted to be quite literal in how I um, collaged that particular um, story, which started as a poem as well. And I tried to keep it very simple because um, it's a small piece and that's, yeah. So where is this piece now? Is this something that you keep on the wall in your studio, or do you sell these? Where do they go? It's in an envelope. (laughs) Okay. Because I don't know why I did it this way, but because when I was learning, I just didn't want to go all the way through and do the gluing down. Sometimes pieces are glued because if you don't do that Mm -hmm. and you hit it, it it all gets all messed up. But what I do is I, I call them ephemeral. I collage them and then I take all the pieces off 
and I put it in an envelope and I label it. So it still exists. Ah. I could do it or redo it, um, but it does. It's not glued down. Oh, not interesting. Not really sure why I did it that way, but I did. So a part of your creative process. Let's have a look at at another one. Uh, we'll just bring this one up in the stream, and um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I have the right name for this one. Is this the um, Jagger Family Theater? Jagger Family Theater. Jagger, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. This is okay. So one. I do. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> my most recent one, and um, I don't always use a model, but I, I thought it was it made more sense for people to see, you know, sort of the beginnings of something and how it ends up. And I, um, the story this is based on, is one of my fabricated ancestry stories, because <laughs> I don't have enough facts of my family history, so I have to kind of, you know, stretch them out into mythological things. Um, so I'm, I'm distracted because I can hear, uh, rain or sleet hitting my window right now. I'm so no. glad. And it, it, it's shining here. People can see behind me in Newfoundland. We're having a blissfully beautiful day. Oh, that's cold. Nice. So, so you can have the rain. Okay. Thank you. We need it. Okay. So here's this image. I didn't, I knew I wanted to have, um, a, a girl cause in the story, there's a girl who is, celebrating being part of the Jaeger family and is kind of dressed as a Jaeger bird, which there is such a thing. It has a very long tail, which is why I was interested in that photo. And this was in a fashion magazine I had, and I, I love the posture, but I flipped her um, to the other direction because I wanted it to be, you know, that way. And um, I really didn't use anything much in the image I used I think someone else's arms and I used one little part of her skirt uh, in the end result and so this is the um, the in progress one you can see all my bits up there like pieces of hair I cut out of you know Victoria's Secret catalog and <laughs> and there's a lot of hair in there you know long a lot a lot um, <laughs> Once I got the figure, I just, um, the whole thing comes together. That's usually what happens. You get one element, mm -hmm. nail it, and then suddenly it pulls together. So here she is. Um, I was going to do like a Jaeger tail or something, but it didn't work. I just did the girl with sort of wings and feathers on her outfit. Um, and there you have it. That's so it's, it's so very interesting to see, take take things that you're thinking and writing and, and put it this way. It's something, you know, kind of like doing a storyboard when certain projects yeah. I work on that we have to move along and we have scenes or segments. Mm -hmm. I'm working off a storyboard, but this is much prettier. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one, I chose not to put words on. Um, I yes. usually do have words, but this one I went, I don't think there's any space for words it's going to be too cluttered so I let it be what it was but we are going to hear some words and uh this next one that we're going to share you're actually going to also share the story with us so I'm going to bring this this up this is you you I have the part two but you can tell me when you want me to put that up okay um and this one's called herring radio this um, yeah, yeah tell us a bit about this well, it's the same um, section in my manuscript as the previous one we just looked at. It's called Spirits of the Ancestors. 
And uh, as I said, sometimes I fabricate. So <laughs> I stretch some of the facts because there aren't enough facts and make, make a story out of it. And in this case, it's about a fisherman. It's a, it's a, it's a take on my grandfather and grandmother who were Swedish on the maternal side and how they met. Um, and my grandfather mm -hmm. actually was not a fisherman and he was a carpenter. But so I wanted a, a vintage fisherman kind of photo. And I went through tons and tons. And this one came up because I liked the fellow on the left. So mm -hmm. what I did is um, I had to redo his face and his, uh, I redid the colors. I wanted color. So I had redid his, his clothing and I took out the other fisherman and put, you'll see when you switch it up. Um, Would you like me to switch it now? Yeah, I I to there instead of there we go. <laughs> and <laughs> this made it, made it much more comical. And that radio that you see down on the floor is uh -huh. from a, a way larger photo I took of uh, my dad's radio that was in the basement um, that he had. It still worked too. Um, so that's that's yeah. actually a family heirloom thing <laughs> that I put in there. Um, do you want me to read the story? Yes, yes. Let's let's hear hear okay. uh, the story. You'll and, understand uh, the uh, the. Whoops! I dropped oops. it. You'll understand what the woman is doing in there when I read you the story. Okay. I'm going to try and change this set a little bit and see where it goes. I want you up in the, I want you up in the, in the, now I'll never be able to get it. I kind of wanted you in the center, but there's some, well, we'll, we'll live with this. You, you okay. take it from here. <laughs> okay. um, uh, it's called Herring Radio. And there really is such a thing as Herring Radio. It's where they announce where the herring is running. Um, at that moment. So herring radio. He in his harbor hut waves licking the floorboards had one ear cocked to the herring news, the other ear to the future where waves slapped the shore of an unknown land. The man, untrusting of dialogue, never spoke to women, only sheep. All women will come to us out of our need, he said. And she one day stepped right out of the coffee can, full grown and arms that could snap his spine, eyes shining and milky like oysters. This is how he told it. This is how it was. She was descended from a herring down Marstrand way. Legend came not easily in that granitic land. A large willful girl with silvery eyes, magnetism that pulled like North Shore, magnetism that pulled like North Sea tides. Sinewy men dreamed of her net hauling arms plunged deep into carcasses, pulling out a heart, theirs. She'd lived up there long before him, eating dried flounder and dulse, years measured in skeins of wool carted from sheep that strayed her way, spun to the falling of month-long snows, knitted into men, which she threw into the sea. Except that one, that was him. She knitted with him two little ones, a girl with a twitter like a kitty wake, and a boy with big ears who could hammer in a nail. They ran on the heath with windmilling arms, screaming into the day's raw wind. There it goes. There it goes. And again, 
go ahead, Barbara. Oh, those two people at the end. Well, one is my mother, and the other one is her brother. <laughs> is her brother, yeah. and you know the the again the imagery that you bring in and and just kind of drop us right in there. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. So, folks, that's a little taste of of flash fiction, and hopefully, we've whetted your appetite for more. Um, I'm just going to try and go back to our traditional screen. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take away this image and back to you, Barbara. Um, so how, um, I often, I speak to so many writers, but how has writing transformed your life? I mean, what has it meant to you to, to work in this area? It's a big question, I know. It is. <laughs> transformed my life. I sit in front of yeah. a screen a lot more. <laughs> I think what's been great is to meet other writers. Um, my book uh, of short stories came out during the pandemic. So I didn't meet a lot of writers physically, but I met a lot of them virtually. And um, just to know that there's people out there who have the same um, ambitions as you and this, but the same struggles too. And there, there's very supportive people out there and I like to support other writers too and um, I have people who are very supportive of me and mm -hmm. and discovering readers who you know I'm not I'm nothing without without readers people reading my work and they are just so amazing how people when my book came out and they read my book they they were messaging me and emailing me and saying I loved this story because just um to hear feedback like that is it's just worth so much so mm -hmm. I really enjoy that side of it too I just really love that part because you're always surprised like oh that person actually liked a story I wouldn't have thought they would have liked that story um yeah it's it's fascinating it's fascinating and as writers who are we without readers really and truly you bring that up right it's yes exactly yeah people to read the books and people to share that feedback means so much and they can do that with you um you, well, this is your web website that i've shared here barbara black but you're also active on uh instagram and i think it's twitter and do and, a little bit of twitter yeah. it's yeah <laughs> yeah and facebook and I have a Facebook writer page as well. Yeah. Yes. And um, we'll have all that for people who do see the show. Uh, there's many different platforms, but on my YouTube channel at Catherine Taylor TV, all the links will be there to your social handles. And <clears throat> we make it easy for people to go in and, and find you and comment. Yeah. <clears throat> One last thing I'm going to bring up is just before we wrap, we just have a, a minute, but part of a competition shortlisted for a flash fiction competition and uh that's where this all began that's where i found you and uh, <laughs> yeah so how how does it feel to be reaching out to the world uh, doing competitions is it something you do a lot i do like to do it um i like to go beyond canada sometimes and uh to the u.s or even beyond the u.s and try international contests it's great that places do have things open to internationally to writers and i i like it because it gives me more exposure of course because um, then mm -hmm. people may look me up who you know wouldn't have come across me otherwise um but i also like it for the connections you never know who i may 
befriend um, or who may befriend me in Scotland or um, I've uh, been I've entered the bath flash fiction contest as well that's in the UK in bath it's not to do with baths <laughs> and um, in their anthology and and you know who knows where a connection may occur there as well and so I just um here we yeah, are I enjoy doing it <laughs> And who knows, this is how we connected and how yeah. we're connecting with the people watching this show today. So thank you so much, Barbara, for being a guest on Let's Get Writing. And thank you to everyone for following the show and liking and sharing. And I hope we can bring you stimulating content every time. But for now, give some thought to flash fiction. Thank you and have a great day, Barbara. Yeah, and thanks, Catherine. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.